In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about one of the best books I never read and how that book was life-changing to me. Welcome to Soul Old 2. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. Welcome. It's so great to be with you. And there was a book written in the 1990s by Dr. Millicent Thompson with a title that sounds like a command. And I never read the book, but the title is what gripped me and led me to talk about this. I, I've shared this through the years as a, as a Christian leader and in different venues. Uh, and I never read the book, but the title is what created the idea for me to share of what I'm going to share today. The title is this, Don't Die in Your Winter. I think it's a powerful, potent title that evokes imagery and evokes hope and and shows you that you have a choice in the winter you walk in. Uh, I never read the book because the title was enough to capture my my imagination. And it sort of reminds me a little bit about the, the central problem that was found in the story of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that Mr. Tumnus himself underlines uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the account. He said basically that it was always winter but never Christmas. And uh, next time together, we're going to we'll talk about that aspect. But for today, I just want to talk about this idea of winter. Winter is not necessarily a bad thing. Winter is a part of life. And we find that Genesis 8.22 says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And uh, this is encouraging to us because it shows us that winter is a natural part of life, isn't it? And we also find that um, winter is a symbol of personal winters in our life. And uh, we, we all have these personal winters. Winter can make you feel stranded and isolated in a dark and lonely place. Did you know that in Antarctica, temperatures can range from 30 to 90 degrees in the winter and 45 in the summer? And when I say 30 to 90 degrees, I mean below zero. And because of the cold and isolation, so many people have committed suicide or battle depression, and all of these other psychological problems that people have with, with the lack of light and with the, the, uh, the sameness of, of a situation. Uh, people have, uh, who have traveled there, you know, the, the, the intrepid uh, adventurers, uh, there have been many stories of people who died 10 feet from their camp because the storm was so intense that they couldn't see where they were going. And the North Pole experiences six months of darkness, some places only have four hours of daylight. And so these places are rife with depression and suicide and all kinds of problems. And it reminds you of a story of this English doctor who built an experimental room in total isolation. The room was nine by nine by seven and a half feet with soundproof all around the room, suspended by nylon ropes at the top of a large building. Each volunteer was equipped with padded fur gloves and heavy woolen socks to reduce the sensation of touch. Each was given translucent goggles over his eyes to eliminate patterned vision. Volunteers were observed through a one-way screen, but they could not see out. Meals were eaten inside the isolation box. 
After just one hour or more, concentration was lost. Then came anxiety or feelings of panic. Many could not stand the aloneness for more than five hours. I read that to tell you this, that there is something inside us that needs light and hope. Especially when it seems to drag on with no end in sight, meaning our winter, our, our metaphorical, our spiritual winter, when it seems to drag on. And, and why am I sharing this? Because we're in the holiday season, and this is the season, even though we know the, you know the adage, it's the season to be jolly, this is actually the season where many people struggle with depression and fear and anxiety and, and a host of problems. And so that's why I want to share this. But especially when it seems to drag on with no end in sight, that is when it is vitally important to realize that we have a choice as to whether or not we want to die or live in our winter. I also say this today, that it is possible to prolong our winter long after God has told us, your winter is over, it's time to move on, and there's a new season in your life. Because we as human beings can become stuck in our season. We can, be, we can become stuck and comfortable and kind of say, well, this, this season is who I am now, and, and never change when God says, no, 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 you're done with this season, it's time to move on. So ask yourself that essential question, am I making my season drag out because I'm holding on to it and not letting it go when God has told me, move on, move forward with your life. We find that seasons often seem to come and go in one continuous blur with no distinction. That is a great sign that we're holding on to seasons when God told us to move on. But on the other hand, when you trust God, you begin to realize that all winter seasons of the heart must eventually give way to a green spring. Sometimes you even have to create your own spring or Christmas right in the middle of your winter. There is a place in Alberta, Canada, where in spite of the frigid weather, the grass is always green. In 1919, an underground fire in the coal mine of Cadman, Cadman broke out. The fire was never uh, extinguished. And to this day, it continues to burn. On the coldest days of winter, the grass above the fire remains summer green. So it's almost like this little haven of, of green in the middle of this harsh, cold winter. Think about that. There's a beautiful psalm that kind of encapsulates what I'm trying to share today. Psalms 27, 1 through 3. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamped against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. I read that to encourage you that even if you're in a harsh winter in your life, a winter that does not seem to end, you can find God through it if you trust Him, if you give your life to Him, if you, if you surrender your will to Him. He can be the heat source, that underground, unseen source that causes your life to be spring in the middle of winter. 
I love something that Abraham Heschel once said. Uh, he was a, a famous philosopher, theologian, uh, rabbi, great thinker of the last century. He said, a moment comes like a thunderbolt in which a flash of the undisclosed rends our dark apathy asunder. It is full of overpowering brilliance, like a point in which all moments of life are focused. And I read that because it reminds me of the idea that when God shows up in your winter, when He awakens you in your winter, when He turns on the lights, when He brings the heat, this is what it feels like, where all moments converge into one, and you become a person living in that moment, not in dread, but in joy and in a sense of anticipation for the future. So I want to encourage you today to continue to move forward and don't die in your winter, as this lovely title of the book I never read says. Thanks so much for being with us today. If you like this podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. Have a great day.